This week's episode of Friendsmen is brought to you by Bonobos. Do you need clothing delivered straight to your door? You want Bonobos. This is Bonobos. They're monkeys. They're super cute and very active. They bring joy into your household. Make sure you, uh, you, you pay a lot of money to Bonobos. Bonobos are not responsible for any Bonobos pooping on your Bonobos. Friends, welcome back to another episode of Friendsman. Friendsman. The best friends show, friends show, about the show Friends, with two best friends talking about friendship and friends. That's and good, dude. with me, as always... You should write that down. Oh, it's written down on my heart, Nate. That's awesome. With me, as always, is my best friend, my best friend and co-host, the funniest dude on this, on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Other than me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my co-host Nate. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing good, JP. JP, how you doing? You know, it's been a weird week, but I'm doing uh I'm doing all right. I, yeah. I, I would say I'm doing well. I, I woke up this morning in a really good place and uh just feeling good. That's good, dude. I saw yeah. you doing shots last night. There were some shots. We, they were. We have a, a so Nate. Uh, Nate recently joined a, uh, a a chat that I'm on with some friends on Twitter and uh, a welcome edition. And um and uh, he, he saw one of our traditions, which is uh, in mourning. Uh, whenever someone is is has passed or 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 is 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 possibly going to pass, or sometimes just because it's Friday night, uh, we do some some shots in the chat. So. Nate saw some delightful pictures. I don't know if you saw uh, our friend James also uh, did a shot. Yes, yes, he did a shot too. He posted a video of him doing a shot. Yeah, you right. you posted a series of photos, and I have a theory that you probably did several shots getting the right photos for the series <laughs> of photos. The beautiful thing is it was all in one take. It was just a series okay. of photos. and. You know what? They were good. If anybody wants to see them, you know, send us, post a comment at Friendsman Pod. We'll probably or, post one of those photos along. Uh, you with know this what? Episode. I'm not going to post them unless somebody asks. Oh, you mean with in the show notes? Yeah, you know, no. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just I'll just post it somewhere. <laughs> well, Nate, um, how has your week been? My week's been good, dude. Um, I've been working every day. You know, I like just like last week. My mother-in-law is still here helping us babysit, which is incredible and really affords me the opportunity to try to finish the uh the house i'm working on um the the countertop man who is putting in my countertops and uh laser measured the kitchen with all the cabinetry in it and everything told me that i did a very good job installing the cabinets and that's well, a huge deal look at you getting getting accolades from some sort of superhero I got accolades from a man who is probably more man than me, and I am okay, um, you know, admitting that because he's a countertop man. He cuts stone. He, he's not a countertop man. He's countertop man. He's the countertop. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. 
I get it. I didn't get your joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No one ever does. <laughs> I hope. I find myself very funny. Though. Nobody, nobody better mention how I blew past JP's joke because I'm not going to stand for that sort Par of thing. Par for the course. Par for the course. Um, Dude, that's awesome though. It's uh, the equivalent that I've had is is beers I've made where I've I've, I've had friends who are expert brewers or have. Uh, or even like professional brewers and I'll give them a try and they'll genuinely like my beer. What's that? Brewmasters per se. Yeah, well, you know, we're just head brewers, but yeah, no, they're 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 kind of superheroes to me. And Brew, uh, brew Boys. Brew Boys. That's gonna be the next spin-off podcast. Brew Boys. Don't you dare. Nah, man. We'll see. I gotta teach you how to do that <laughs> stuff anyway, man. Well, so, yeah, so my week, I, I've been having a tough time this week, uh, just uh, stuff going on with a friend, but um, Nate, I, on the podcast, I want to thank you from, genuinely, I know, I know we're all goofers on here, but genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. Is this, wanna, is this a goof em up, JP? This one's not. Are you pranking me, buddy? I'm not. I, okay. Nate, Nate okay. I, 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 needed, I needed a friend, I needed an outside perspective. And I needed someone who I find to be wise and trustworthy, and you were there for me, which I can't believe I just said that, but um, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but you were there. It's, I think the sign of a true friend is, is that you, know, you can rely on them to be there when you need them, and, and you were. And I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It was a tough week that you helped to lighten the load a bit, and that really meant the world to me. So thank Whoa. you, Nate. You're welcome, JP, and it's no problem at all. I'm happy to be there for you. You laid you laid some heavy stuff on me, and uh, yeah, I, I just tried to be honest with you as much as possible, and, and I hope I helped. You did. You gave some good advice. Um, with that said, Nate, what was your homework assignment this week? I had to watch um, Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Well, did anything come of you watching Unsolved Mysteries, Nate? Yeah, dude, we went on a friggin' podcast with some cool dudes. We went on Rounding Down, and uh, based on their release schedule, you may not hear it until December, but uh, it was a great episode, and um, (laughs) we had a lot of fun, and uh, it was great, the synergy between my perfect, wonderful, smart, funny recommendation, and, uh, you know, serendipity. Yeah, absolutely, and we had some good conversations. Uh, one of the one of the co-hosts over there, Sai, is a is a really big true crime fan, and that's certainly the angle I wanted to approach it from. So it was fun. Um, JP, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm thinking that the Rounding Down Boys over there might be our new sister podcast. They got me. They got me saying who boys. Oh well, I'll tell you this about the, those. So and and very very deep thanks to to Chid and to Cyfieri for Good having guys. us on you guys were awesome it was so much fun and we'd and love I'm, to come back i'm sure he appreciates you doing the authentic italian pronunciation that's how it's pronounced yo absolutely <laughs> I'm props, um and dude, and props. and let this be let this be an, an open invitation for the rounding down boys to come on friendsmen yeah um, we gotta have them on and and as we continue here i just wanted to say you know we have a lot of fun doing this together but we also we love getting other perspectives and we love just chatting with other people that we're friends with or not. We want to meet new people. So if you're listening and you are a friend of the show of, of, of friends, if you're listening and you hate the show friends, yeah. or if you're listening and you've never seen an episode of friends, yeah, 
let us know. Hit us up. We want to have as many guests as possible. As much as we love hearing our own voices, we'd love to hear some other ones that we can talk over. And um, hit us up. And again, thank you for the rounding down, boys. Yeah. So Nate, let me just ask you this. We, I just want to say, JP, too. We oh. got we got uh, we, we got our friend Alex is going to come on too, and he. He said that he's going to bring the perspective of a diehard Seinfeld fan, which I'm yep. very excited for. That So, you know, buckle in for that one coming up. And uh, Max Mayer also said he would absolutely would love to come on our podcast. Now, Max, I know it was late night, so you may not want to be held to it. But uh, yeah, here's Max us, is a bit of a scoundrel. Holding, here's us holding you to it, sir. When you hear this, and I know you will, um, we're really looking forward to having you on the show. It's mandatory. It's in a contract. I uh, took screenshots of everything. Oh, shit. Lawyered. He's not going to like that, dude. He got lawyered. I mean, <laughs> it happens. You play with lawyers, you're going to get lawyered. It's the nature of the beast. I did not consider that when I asked you to co-host this podcast, and I am literally shaking right now. Binding agreement. I'm stuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nate, I, uh, I had a little homework assignment myself. Yeah, yeah. What'd you do? Oh, man. I watched on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it, or even if you have and you just want to see it again, I watched the movie Goon. Woo, yeah, baby. Yeah, Goon. Let me tell you something. Sean William Scott, right? That's his three names. Those are his three names. Okay, Sean William Scott, Stifler, if you whiffler. Um, Wow. I, I I think I gave that gentleman an unfair judgment back in the 90s and 2000s. I think that I just thought he was a one-note actor, and uh, I I certainly enjoyed him in um, Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, yeah, totally. He's very funny in that. But I still thought, oh, no, this guy can only just be a mouth breather who... uh, who says dumb things. Football uh, jock boy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Boy, was I wrong. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I've seen other things since where I'm like, maybe I didn't give him a fair shake. But Goon was, I, I'm going to say it. It's not a great movie, but it's a good movie. It's mm-hmm. a good movie. It's a very funny movie. And um, especially if you are a fan of, of hockey or any of the rough em up sports. Um, Even if you're not, it's just such a good movie. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, and his character, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. His character is great because they made a simple character who is just authentically good and a hero. Right. And they don't use his lack of intelligence as the punchline. It's just, it just is. He just is that. And so instead of there being dumb jokes where he drinks pee or, (laughs) or, or whatever dumb shit that they do to that type, that, that archetype of character, they didn't do it here. And I found that to be one of my favorite parts of the movie, but also just a great, great movie. It's a, it's a very funny movie. It's also a good sports movie. Great sports movie. It is. And it, it, the, the, the ending was really great. And the, the, the climax, the showdown, I don't want to get too into it, but it was just great. Ross the Boss Ray. Great recommendation. I am giving this the JP seal of approval. You're giving it the JP seal of approval? I am. I declare this movie is 100% pumpkin inny. That's huge, bro. And uh, I, I really, I hope people will uh, check it out. And give it a chance. Don't go in with high expectations. Go in knowing it's a comedy, and it might be a little better than you expected, given that yeah. it's Stifler. Hundred percent. Well, with that, let me tell you, Nate. I and I JP, been, I'll yeah. say too. I watched the sequel. The sequel's good. 
Is it? I, it my is. buddies, my hockey buddies, said the same thing when I told them I was watching Goon, and they said you should check out the sequel too. And uh, so I think that's going to be in the cards this evening, actually. So it's directed by um, the Baz Luhrmann. Uh, Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> no, oh, man. it's directed by uh, Jay Barenthal, the the loudmouth friend. Yes, the dude who is another. I actually, when the movie started, and he was in it. Yeah, I turned to Claire and I said, I gave him a bad rap sure. because of kind of his association with the Nathan Fielder character. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say he's part of the Judd Apatow, yeah. Seth Rogen family, yep. but they never give him the good part. And um, I actually, against all odds, really enjoyed Man Seeking Woman. Okay. He's really just funny and a good actor, and yeah. I've seen him in a bunch of other things. And he he has that natural shyness, awkwardness, while still being just this, like, first of all, he's a handsome dude, which is totally. surprising to me. But also, he's just very funny and very, like, genuine. And it was, like, it was interesting to see, really well. it was interesting to see him... Um, play, like, a different character in this movie and be, like, kind of a loudmouth... Uh, alpha guy that like probably shouldn't be and that kind of makes him even more funny oh, he was hysterical yeah no everything i was just saying about him and what i like about him and things he was the opposite of that in this and he he cracked my ass up it, it's it's that veep level of like cursing where it's just sure. an art form like you've elevated to elevated cursing to a yes. new degree and, and what i'll say about the sequel is that it's very very blue comedy wise it's very dirty and I thought it was very funny, um, and that certainly seems to come from him, uh, Jay Barenthal, or whatever his name is. I'm sorry if I keep saying it wrong. I actually don't know. I, I, I it Bar- Barishel, something like that. Yeah, um, but uh, they they show outtakes at the end where like everyone's cracking when they're doing like the real uh, Barishel or Barishal. I don't know. Uh, where everyone's cracking and uh, doing like the dirtiest takes and having to do them again. And he seems to be having a lot of fun as a director getting that done and getting that on film. And it comes across in the movie because it's very funny. So I think that might be more who he actually is, is is this character in the movie, which is kind of interesting. Interesting. Well, I will check out, but uh, yeah, Goon, really just a fun little, uh, fun little trip. And I got to know a little bit more about Nate by watching it. Hell yeah. So, you know, I, as we always do, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm racking my brain. I have an ongoing list of things to recommend to Nate, but like every time it's, 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 you know, I, I'm not sure which one to go with or yeah. I, I've, I've stopped recommending things on, on Twitter generally because I'm like, no, 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 save it, save it, put it on the podcast, but give it to Nate. So, um, I think I have a good one this week. Okay. Um, and if you don't have access to, I want to say Hulu, you let me know. We'll I have Hulu. Nudge, nudge. Okay. So, this was one where I was completely not interested, and uh, then Claire recommended it, and just said, look, I, I've read really good things, I just want to check out it. We always say you check out two episodes. The first episode is always going to be garbage. Sure. Or at least it could be, because it's the pilot, or based on the pilot. Um, so you watch two episodes. Let them, let, them, let them get their footing. I was into this show by 15 minutes in. This show is called 
Um, it's called, uh, is it called The Great or Great? Um, it is a show on Hulu. It stars Elle Fanning as well as Nicholas Holt. And it is about Catherine the Great. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm looking at it. The, the, the thing about this show is I thought that it was just going to be a Catherine the Great ripoff of, uh, uh, oh my God, that, that the Antoinette. Dunst movie? Yes, yes, yeah. the Marie Antoinette movie. I couldn't have been more wrong. Okay. This show is incredibly funny and simultaneously incredibly compelling in regards to the type of royal politics going on. Sure. Uh, Elle Fanning plays Catherine the Great, who is German and is brought to Russia to marry Peter the Younger. Uh, his father was Peter the Great. Uh, he is without a, 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 a title yet. Um, and uh, it is a mess of debauchery, free sexual expression, um, hilarity fucking ensues. Um, but there's one of the things that I'm loving about the show is it's um, they're doing the thing that we do now that I love where who the fuck cares what the actual Russian court looked like. Let's have some black and some um, other people of color and, and Asians and, and, and really just like, who cares? Who cares? Let's just do it. Just so oh, we can have diversity casting. And it makes it really feel modern um, Nicholas Holt deserves a goddamn Emmy for his portrayal in the show. I don't want to get too into it. I want you to experience your, your, yourself. Yeah, I like him. He's great. He's been great in everything. And Elle Fanning has more chops than I ever would have guessed. I, I, and, and so I want you to check out an episode or two, Nate. And if you don't like it, that's fine. I would also say maybe, uh, maybe have Nikki check it out with you. Um, I think there's a lot to love in this show, and it very much has comedy. It has some drama. It has some romance. And, and at the end of the day, the production value and the, the, the cinematography on this show, it, it feels at times like a very well-made film. So He's in uh, Nicholas Holtz in a movie that I really liked called uh, The True History of the Kelly Gang. Um, oh, about I haven't seen that one. Ned Kelly, an Australian. Yeah. 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 Um, it's I'll good. check that out. He was in... He's good in it. Um, he was in... Uh, X-Mans. Skin. He was in Skin. He was in X-Mans. Um, what else? Oh, and he's he's the freaking titular boy that what about a, that about a boy is about. He is boy. Sure. You don't know that boy. one. He is boy from room. No, he's boy from about a boy. He is boy. Mm-hmm. About a boy. Mm-hmm. No, I that's, don't know that, about a boy, JP. He was. Uh, it's a. It's a two thousand, I believe, and it's Hugh Grant, I believe, and there's the, the raising the kid on his own, and and it's like Nicholas Holt. Oh, just a kid. he's the little boy. Yeah, and he was just a little kid, and uh, then he's all grown up now, and maybe he's an insufferable asshole IRL, but he's great on the screen. Do you want to hear one famous movie I auditioned for as a boy? You know I do. I'll give you one. Okay. I'll give you the coolest one. All right. I auditioned for The Shining. Or I'm talking Jesus fucking Christ. You're fucking a lot older than I thought, dude. Uh, I auditioned for The Sixth Sense. Please just edit that in clean. I auditioned for The Sixth Sense. 
you could have been Haley Joel Osment. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think. Wasn't there a movie before The Sixth Sense for Haley Joel? Wasn't that not his breakout role? I thought it was that. Then it was Pay It Forward, and then yeah, it was, I may um, be making this up. Uh, AI, the artificial intelligence, which is the complete name. And if you're going to name that movie, you need to goddamn make sure that you say AI, the artificial intelligence. There's no the; it's just artificial intelligence. Wow! Wow! Okay, okay, we'll edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that. <laughs> I don't know why. I said I'm sorry. I'm confusing it with ET, so the weird. extraterrestrial. Oh, yeah. I mean, Haley Joel is in Forrest Gump, remember? Oh, you're super right. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at it. I, I didn't know. Wow. No, I didn't that's, that, that from, is super uh, true. <laughs> and well, then he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff before Sixth Sense. But you're you're right. That probably is his breakout role. I don't think I could have been Haley Joel, is all I'm saying. But I disagree. And I, I think that you I think there's still time. There's no, still dude, Haley Joel Nate. has a quality, dude. He's got a Jonathan Taylor Tucker quality that propelled him dude it's jonathan jonathan taylor thomas i i don't this and the kids just call him jtt jtt it's Mm -hmm. early we're recording early nate let me tell you something they're still auditioning children for roles and i think you still got it dude don't even get me started let me say something about auditioning children for roles if you are in a mall and somebody tells you that they have an in at disney and that they can get you an audition like at a table like they're looking for like children do not talk to those people. Okay, why is that? Um, there is no such thing as a talent scout. Mm, I don't know. It's a it's a predatory uh, scam operation, basically. Ugh. Okay, that's yeah, that's really good to know. I I didn't know that. And also, if you're like actively pursuing trying to become a Disney star yourself, stop. Mm-hmm. That's valid. Do something else. Uh, you don't have to stop being an actor. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, just like, don't go into that pedophile factory. Yeah, where... I knew children that uh, like were on track to be Disney stars, ew. and it was they were strange. Uh, <laughs> let's put it that way. Uh, the children themselves were strange, but that's because I believe that they were being conditioned in certain ways to be strange. Um, anyway. I got to say the the I see dead people line in an audition. Wow! Did yeah. you actually see dead people? No, 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 JP, JP. I I haven't seen a dead person in years. Well, no wonder they didn't <laughs> cast you, dude. Speaking of which, unrelated and completely coincidentally, how's Nikki doing? Oh, she's doing great. Thank you for asking, dude. Um, uh, she's getting very pregnant. Uh, she ate so many s'mores that she got completely tired of them. I'm sorry, so many what s'mores? See, the first time I feel like you, you, you two-syllabled it. S'mores? Mm-hmm. It's fine, JP. <laughs> um, and now she has moved on to uh, Tootsie Roll Pops. Ooh, man. Okay, They're good. Two things, two things about Tootsie Roll Pops. Everybody thinks that the blue is the best one. The best one Nobody is actually... Nobody thinks that, JP. Everybody thinks that, and they're wrong. The best one is actually the uh, the, the 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 what is it? it's it's raspberry, the raspberry one. Is that red? No, it's like dark red. Dark red. Okay, yeah, yes, those cherry. are good. Yes, the dark, the dark red. reds are very very good. I didn't know it was raspberry though. That's interesting. I like orange. Yeah. Um, the orange. That's that's fine. You can have all the orange ones, and I'll eat all the <laughs> blue ones and the, the 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 dark red ones. JP, can I ask you this? When you were growing up. And yes. like kids, 
like in your, I guess like in your class or school or something, all got like Tootsie Roll Pops and stuff. Did you guys have a thing where like if you found, you know how they have like little kids playing all over the, the Indian shooting the star, the Indian shooting the star? Yes, okay. Allegedly you. means you get a free Tootsie Roll Pop. Oh, you? Oh, okay. I think for us it was just that it was like lucky. Oh, okay. No, we we had in my town the belief was if you got the star that you could, in theory, go and turn it in for a free Tootsie Pop. Untested. And the the grocery store would honor that deal? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we were seven. What the hell did Did you have to go to the factory? (laughs) That's awesome, dude. I feel like I might have heard the free Tootsie Roll Pop thing, too. I can't. I can't fucking remember. But I mentioned that to Nikki last night, and she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Wow. Really? Yeah. Um, and also she can't eat Tootsie Roll Pops anymore because she ate so many, she like cut her mouth up. <laughs> That's horrible. I know. Nate, <laughs> hey, take better care of your wife. What do you want? JP, I can't tell her not to eat something. You think I'm going to be that guy? Okay. That's fair. Like, I have to say, do you want another one when her mouth is all cut up? Because I'm like, I can't be the guy that's like, <laughs> maybe you should cut back while I'm eating while you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's not a good look now that you mention yes, it. Yes, yes. And and she's doing great. Um, the baby's kicking a lot. Kicking like a little karate man, which is very exciting. Um, have you ever seen a baby kick inside a belly where you can like actually see it? No. Now I have seen total recall. Um, is, is there, I, 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 I haven't seen the, uh, original uh, total recall. Okay. Yeah. No, there's, a, is there there's a, a part where like inside a small stomach hand, of like sticks through someone's so skin and like punches through guy's stomach. And you know what? Someone out there thought my joke was very funny. They're just not someone. JP, I'm sorry. You glitched for a couple of seconds. I couldn't hear anything you were saying. Uh, It's all good. Let's go back. Nate, I have never, ever seen a baby kick, nor have I felt a baby kick. Yes, uh, can be very freaky, especially uh, later, because you'll like actually see a little like, like foot shape like pushing against the skin in some cases. And this is, this is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's also, um, freaky as hell. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that in the most respectful way possible to my wife. It is absolutely terrifying and freaky as hell. (laughs) We don't, we don't say that. Right. At least she'll never hear this. Right. (laughs) No, no, no. She's not going to listen to these. Oh no. But she's fine. She's totally fine. Uh, just not a fan of my podcast. And also, she doesn't like friends anymore, too. That was another reason why she stopped doing the podcast. She said she doesn't like friends, and she doesn't want to talk about it anymore, and she doesn't want to watch it anymore. Wow. That's just such a hard turn from, from where she was. I was shocked. podcast about friends. Yeah. Yeah. She's huh. certainly not watching it right now. <laughs> wow. That's, that's good to know. <laughs> okay, you got me with that one. Um... Nate, did you uh, did you have any uh, homework assignments to assign this week? Um, yeah, I gotta pick something, huh? What did wait? What was your assignment for me? The great, the great, the right? I'm sorry, show. I'm sorry, I got lost looking at pictures of the posters. I didn't write it down. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 
Um, yeah, cool. I'll watch that. I'll probably watch that with Nikki because that seems right up her alley. Um, it's good. It's it's real fun and it's 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 semi historically accurate and sure. semi not, and they, they they play into that very well. So, okay. So uh, JP, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a film from my favorite director working right now. Um, Baz Luhrmann. Not Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> Stop bringing up Baz Luhrmann, JP. <laughs> um, uh, his name is uh, S. Craig Zaylor. Okay. Okay. And you can watch. How about this week? You can watch a a uh, cowboy movie. Okay. A prison movie or a uh, Baltimore police, racist police movie? I'm going to go with, well, wait, oh man, that's I tough. think it's Baltimore. I don't know if it's Baltimore. I know that's that would be a significant factor in your choice. One second. It me would, wait. it would, but since we can't be sure, let's go with the cowboy movie. Okay. JP, you are going to yes. hate this movie. No, I'm just kidding. It's a great movie. <laughs> but this is a movie that uh, after I you know, publicly recommended it on Facebook a few years ago, mm-hmm. one of my uh, friends from high school who I was great friends with but just never, never really uh, kept up with, hadn't spoken to him in years, a guy named Zach, uh, messaged me on Facebook and was like, Nate, what the fuck? Why did you tell me to watch that fucking movie? That was fucking insane, dude. <laughs> like, I had to apologize for traumatizing it. Okay, I'm very much looking forward to this now. So, JP, we're talking about Bone Tomahawk. I have heard of You, in fact, have recommended this online to me, but I still haven't seen it. Me and Jeff have been talking about Bone Tomahawk. Uh, we've been talking about each other's Bone Tomahawks, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Can't even, I don't Jeff of the Dune Boys. Mm, bad guys. The Bad, bad people. The Dune Boys yep. are bad people. Don't trust yep. them. Yep. Um, so this is a movie that stars Kurt Russell. I like okay. him. Mm-hmm. We got Matthew Fox. We got, Patrick, we got Patrick Wilson. I like Patrick Wilson. He's great, dude, and he works, dude. He's in so much shit. Yeah, got, he's... Yep. You're going to love this. We got Richard Jenkins. You know who that is? I do. I didn't know... That he, when is this movie from? It's from... It's very recent. It's from uh, 2015. Okay. And, JP, this is a director who, in my opinion, is working... Um, elements of horror subtly into different genres of movies like Westerns and prison movies and police movies. Um, he's very, very Tarantino. Okay. 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 Great dialogue. Uh, great, uh, premises, great acting. Uh, he's an incredible director and his movies are very, very, very shocking and, uh, gritty uh, the prison movie stars Vince Vaughn as a convict. Interesting. This yeah, you're gonna want to watch all his movies. I'm 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 really really excited about this. You buried the lead on two supporting actors in this film, <laughs> both of who you should have mentioned immediately. One Sid Haig. Yep. Who, if you don't know Sid Haig by name, you probably know him by just his face. 
amazing. He recently passed away. Amazing, amazing character actor. He just put some amazing things up on the screen. Uh, his the, body of work. He's the so clown cool. man from uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, right? sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. He's also in... Um, oh, what is what is the Rob Zombie where it's... I think it's Rob Zombie, his wife, and Sid Haig are like three murderers and they just go on a spree. Three from Hell, the sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses. So friggin' good. Um, um, I think he's he in also, all of Rob Zombie's stuff. He may be, but great guy. Look him up. He's in it. Also, apparently, David Arquette's in this. David Arquette's in that. David Arquette and Sid Haig are uh, criminal partners that are only in the movie for about 10, 15 minutes. Sounds great to me. But they're they're both fantastic, and they're both like idiots that are trying to convince the other one that they're smart. It's very, very funny. I'm really looking forward to this. Wow. Um, your boy... As Craig Zaylor also directed in 2018 a Puppet Master movie. Oh, yes. I always forget to bring that up. That That is supposed to be... Thomas Lennon's involved in that one. That's supposed Are to be Are you serious? I, I believe he produced it. Okay. Okay. I got a lot to do here. The, this assignment <laughs> is going to be really fun. Thank you. A good... Oh, hopefully a good recommendation. But JP, can, uh, let me know when you thousand. watch it because I'd like to watch it with you. I like that. I like that. I'll talk to Claire and see. It might be. Uh, it might even be like sometime this weekend. I'm um, always up to watch this next movie. I will let you know. And um and I Nate I I'm gonna Claire called something out, so I'm gonna go ahead and throw the gauntlet down. I know that you have great taste in movies. Um, you're gonna have to think outside the box sometimes. I'll tell you what. I've got some recipes coming your way. I've oh, okay. Some something on. other than a movie. It doesn't have to be. No, but no, if no, you that's really fine. Wanted it to be. No, no, no. I, I, I understand what you mean. I, I, I talk about movies the way a lot of people talk about um, music. Like I, 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 I think that it informs my personality and I, I, I like to use it that way a lot of the times. But, but I, I completely understand what you mean. I can, I, can, I can try something else next time. I'm giving you a lot of work to do also, aren't I? <laughs> nah, it's, it's always fun. It really is. I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to be able to bottle a beer and send it to you. Uh, and, and, uh, we can, we can do, that could be my, uh, my recommendation for that week, but uh, yeah, I would like to try that. Um, I, I also, you know, told you I'm, I'm, I'm a very, up, like, up, 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 up. no spoilers, no spoilers. We have upcoming weeks and upcoming, uh, homework assignments. Sure. Mm hmm. I told you I want to try to do it myself too. Stop. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yes. Don't worry. You're, you're going to get a homework assignment and I do, I, I think it'd be really fun. And and you know how much I love brewing. It's uh, yeah, I can tell. It's uh, you know, in fact, uh, Claire. So I brewed two beers last weekend, and then Claire's brewing. Claire brewed one yesterday, and is brewing wow. another one tomorrow. So we should have the uh, we have what's called a keezer, which is a chest freezer that's been converted to hold kegs. Oh, and then cool. you uh, you have taps come out of like a collar around it. So we yeah, have right. uh, when when we have things up and running, we have a uh, beer on tap all day every day. That's dangerous, dude. That's oh, beautiful. It's beautiful. It sounds wonderful, but but Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I, I put a lot of care and effort into every batch of beer because we uh, I want drinkable beer. We have a we have a keg fridge at uh, at our family's lake house in the cabin. That's the only that's the only reason I say Jesus Christ because I know whenever we're there, that thing gets used a lot. Well. That's the problem, but also, you know, I'd rather go out fat and happy, right? Yeah, that's true. That's always good. And actually, I bet you probably save a lot of money not having to buy beer, too. 
if you can get if you can get your production up sure. to that, yes. I mean, functionally, uh, you know, at an average of ten dollars a six pack, you're talking eighty dollars for two cases of beer. Right. If I brew a five and a half gallon batch, I get two cases plus, and I can brew it for anywhere from. 15 to 45 dollars that's cool on, i mean you could spend more if you wanted to do something super high right. octane but no it's it's much cheaper and it's also fun if you enjoy the process really it's a good way to go yeah it sounds fun nate let's talk about friends all right this week we watched the episode the one where Underdog gets away. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And he does. And he does. He sure Nate, does. Nate, I, you, you were very excited about this week's episode. Do you want to tell everybody why? Well, uh, you know, it's the first Thanksgiving episode, JP. And in my house, uh, we watch the Thanksgiving Friendses when we get together for Thanksgiving. It's kind of like a little tradition. We, like, watch all eight of them or whatever. That's really nice. Now, yeah. my family, uh, my, my with my goddaughter slash niece, um, we started a tradition of watching all the Bob Berger uh, Thanksgiving episodes. Oh, Bob Berger! I know Bob Berger. Uh, Bob Berger, good show. And um, the, their, their Thanksgiving episodes are great. It's funny. I love Halloween mm-hmm. episodes on the shows. Um, Bob Berger... Their Halloween episodes are fairly hit and miss with a lot more misses. Yeah, I mean, I always like the costumes that the kids are wearing. That's I, the costumes. <laughs> that joke is funny every single year. Um, and uh, I, but the, their Thanksgiving episodes are heartfelt, funny. And yeah, totally. Just some of the best ones. Yep. But anyway, so this is the first Friends Giving. We've got quite a setup here. <laughs> oh boy, do we have quite a setup. See. Ross is planning to go into his parents' house for Thanksgiving. And uh, Monica lets him know uh, that's not going to be possible. <laughs> They're yeah. going to Puerto Rico. Yeah. This is Which is good call. for them. Yeah, absolutely. I you would know? love to see Elliot Gould in, you know, a nice six-inch cut bathing suit, you know, getting a tan on a Puerto Rican beach because he deserves it. And I think absolutely. he's a good guy. Absolutely. You know he's got that island fit going on, like, yeah, a, like our boy Franklin does right now. Yep, and I'm sure that his uh, chest hair is uh, nicely, evenly spread all across his uh, chest because, you know, I'm sure it's like very lustrous and thick, but also very kind of sparse at the same time. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, You know, I never really thought about it, but I have separate brushes for my beard, and I'm wondering if, like, you're a dude that shows your chest hair a lot, if you, like... You need to brush some, it out. Some grooming products, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a beard a brush too. Little chest hair wax. Do you have a, you have a you have a, you have a beard brush too? I have a beard brush as well, and I also have wax for my beard. I know you know about that because your beard is is always on fleek. I try. I mean, it's 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 harder to care in these days of solitude. But uh, JP, how do you how do you how do you what's what's your regimen for skincare under your beard? Because I keep getting I keep getting like ingrown hairs on one specific patch of my beard. I think it's because I'm sleeping on it. I, I don't know I don't know what's going on. <clears throat> so I shampoo and condition the beard roughly yep. once every three to four days. Okay. You, you don't want to overdo it. It'll dry out, and the drying out will dry your skin, which can lead to those ingrowns. Um, additionally, 
I use a face moisturizer on my face, and then I have a beard uh, conditioner, like a leave-in one that I use on the beard. And I do two types of brushing. First, uh, before I get started with the the post-shower grooming, I use a a fine-tooth comb to, you know, honestly, brush out anything that's in there. And yeah. uh, that can help to get rid of some of that dry skin too. Bird's nests, mm-hmm. like old combs mm-hmm. that you forgot about. Yep. Oh yeah, French fries, you know? French fries. I, I, uh, banana peel from what you thought was a banana, but it turned out that it wasn't a banana. And uh, but, the, but the peels in there, you know, just anything. And, um, you, you, you know, then, uh, then, then a little oil. Yeah, I use that beard oil. I got some you, beard oil. And you brush that in with like a, 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 like a fur, like like a like a short haired brush. Oh, okay. Um, really, like like almost looks like a, a like a horse grooming brush. Yeah, yeah. Small. I've got a big, yeah. I got a bristle, a, br- a bristle brush. Yeah. Yep. And then I finish with the wax, uh, just enough to, and then I'll use the brush to get it all go in the same direction and get rid of some of those tangled parts. But I think a lot of the the, the ingrown stuff. I mean, it depends on what stage your beard's at too because there's a period of beard growth somewhere between two weeks and four to eight weeks that is just itchy and awful yeah i'm at i'm at like two and a half weeks yep so that's you just got to fight through that but take care even when it's that short you condition it you take care of it and um you know you're gonna be looking manly and uh, handsome in no time yeah 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 i was hoping to have my wolverine beard back for bug con but i don't think it's gonna happen BugCon. So BugCon's coming up, and I know we're talking about this French show, but shout out to the Buglings and uh, to BugCon. Shout out to the Buglings, shout out to Bugman, the one true God. Praise be to him. He is our Lord, our Savior, and the one true understanding of the simulation. He's doing such good friggin' memes, dude. I can't even, <laughs> I can't even believe it. Oh, man. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's got that memes. He's got those memes down. His most recent song he was just really funny. Posted. And just hot. Just hot, hot, hot. Oh, I, which which song? Uh, Only Fans Girl. Oh yeah, that that one was good. That one was good. Um... <laughs> All right, Nate. Let's get back to it though. Yeah, let's the talk French about show, things. the Thanksgiving episode. So, so it turns out that since uh, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, I do this every time. Ross and Monica's parents are not going to be there. Monica's like, well, why don't you come over then? Ross. Ross says, okay. We see the, uh, you know. The crystallization of the first Friendsgiving, where they all hang out with each other instead of going to their uh, respective families' houses. Indeed. Um, although they 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 make it, they pretend like uh, it's going to go differently. Joey uh, is now right. a he just has done a photo shoot for um, uh, to be a model for the New York City Health Clinics and uh, to be there, you know, on their posters around town. Um, a joke that I, I gave a full thumbs down to, uh, Joey comes in, yep. he's got makeup on, and uh, he says, oh, I'm an actor slash model. And uh, Chandler says, oh, really? I thought you were a man slash woman. Um, yep. Audience popped. I, I, I gave a full thumbs down. Um, the friends yeah. the friends all laughed, too. They loved it. I, I will also say this episode included a number of those dreaded laughing reaction shots that I just hate so much. Yeah, they um, stopped doing those after like the first season. I, I, I'm still waiting, and uh, they're still happening. There it's interesting, JP. I, I I don't mean to say the exact opposite of what you're saying, but whenever you say that those shots uh, bug you, I always remember when I was in when I was watching the show when it was on TV. I was watching the last ha- the later half of the seasons where they don't do that, 
And I always remembered it bothering me that they never laughed at each other's very funny jokes. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it like the exact opposite, but obviously like they, they change something in response to what you're feeling. Because I, I agree, I, I don't like it either, and I don't think a lot of people like it. Yeah, well, I, I think that um, we've moved away from uh, laugh tracks or, yeah. or audience laughter on oh, totally. sitcoms. And I think that this was another tool of, well, how does the audience know that this is funny unless sure. one of the characters reacts with a smile? And like, you know, I, I think that's what it is. It, it sets the rhythm of the comedy, right. It just feels like, hey, we're, we're, we're smarter than you think. Yes. Um, it's the reason I can't rewatch the IT crowd. I, the the, the yeah, totally. laughter is just unbearable. So, but... Yeah, so, uh, so 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 that's 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 our our premise. Now we've got okay. Oh, go ahead. Before we move on, I just want to say that the you know, in the beginning, you know, the owner of the coffee shop is seen Terry. We never see him again, mm-hmm. and he's got a very strange, creepy vibe to him. So yes, I I I noted this. There's two things of note about this character. First is, did you ever see the TV show Elf? Can you slow down when you're speaking? Do you ever see TV show Alf? Do you ever see TV show Alf? Alf. Uh, no. Alf. No. Oh. So uh, this guy is basically Alf's dad on the show Alf. Really? Yes. He's, um, he's, 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 he's the father of the family. and. Uh, okay, so he is he is the dad on Alf. He yeah, is he's not, Alf's dad. That's what I said. He's Alf's dad. <laughs> he's not Alf's, he's Alf's dad. dad. He's Alf's dad. <laughs> Alf's dad. <laughs> Neat. Look, I I've seen it, but have you ever seen Steve Chef? No, I haven't seen. Yeah. That. Okay. So um, I'm going to be the authority here. Okay. He's Alfstad. So Alfstad is there. He's the owner of Central Perk. We never see him again. <laughs> However, he's having a good time here. Nate, are you okay? I'm fine. All right. So Alfstad is like Rachel. You're a terrible waitress. And Nate, what gave you creepy vibe here? Well, it's just. <sighs> He's he's like, like especially now, like going forward, realizing how like, like landlords are, are are mostly bad, and like rich people get away with being terrible to like lesser people. Like it's just a very weird vibe from him that like he can't advance her his tips or that mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. or or that he also that like he makes them pay for cups that they break like that's fucked up i i agree with that i think you're really uh you're really burying the lead here what he, did i forget he full-on has hand sex with rachel oh yeah he grabs her hand oh no grabbing her hand would be one thing he, he holds it. that hand and strokes it simultaneously with both hands yeah yeah, he does. Real touchy, gross boss vibes. And then he goes, he goes Stick around behind her Alstad, and says, Alstad. "Hey, you're looking, you're looking pretty stressed. How about an unsolicited massage?" Yeah, it's that kind of thing. That's he didn't, he didn't do that to Alf. He was good to his his, his alien lifeform son. Well, maybe and we never see him again because he had to go back to Planet Alf. Uh it's actually called uh, Melmac. And, Melmac. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you haven't seen Super Chef. I haven't, JP. I would like to I, see it. It was yeah. before my time, JP. Well, I'm just telling you, this is Alf Dad, and this is bad Alf Dad. He's bad Alf Dad. I mean, he's good the, at Alf Dad. Uh, other... He's good at Alf Dad, but he's bad at Central Perk. I do not. I did not care for him. 
the other thing that I wanted to bring up <laughs> is uh, everyone's costumes in this episode are great. Uh, in the opening scene, Ross is wearing like a very well tailored three piece suit with like a vest. Yes. Looks fantastic. Okay. And uh, if you have Phoebe's any other compliments to give, I'm going to be surprised. Phoebe's dressed like a circus tent, but it works. Okay. I'll give you that. That worked for like, me. It's a weird outfit, but she looks good. Um, Chandler's wearing like this dope, like plaid blazer. Nope. He looks like a stock a stock guy. Nope. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Chandler specifically, and no. also Joey gets the award for the worst outfits of the show. But he's wearing a mock turtleneck. He's wearing a mock turtleneck. Sure. No, don't you sure, sure me? Those things are the worst. Well, are you talking about which scene? In that first scene, he's wearing a mock turtleneck. In the first scene, okay. Later, he's wearing like a very chunky fisherman sweater uh, that works very well. No, no, no. You need to get high-def television. Oh, no, that's Ross. He's that's Ross. wearing a satin turtleneck. Yep. It's a yep. satin turtleneck. Or possibly for Yeah, yeah, you're right. The point is. is, that was a crime against humanity even in 1994. Yeah, you're right. But the thing about so this funny thing happened where uh, it, we're watching it and Claire's like in that opening scene and she's like, "Oh, Chandler's looking sharp." And then, uh, but that had been like a, a, yeah. a further back shot. And then they did a close up of Chandler, and you could see that not only was <laughs> not only was the the pattern a mess and so busy and loud, but the shirt that he was yeah. wearing underneath was a textured button down. Yes. And he had it buttoned down to almost below his nipples. Like, it was... Jesus! Hell yeah, he did, Oh, no. Uh, uh, His hair looked good, though. I will say that. Chandler's hair, on point. Hair looks great. Yep. Yeah. So, no, that that was an important point in our household as well. So... You know, Joey's got he's got his new modeling gig. He's gonna go see his family for Thanksgiving. And uh Chandler doesn't do Thanksgiving, so he's just gonna hide at home. Which is a very funny bit it throughout is, the course of the show. It is including sticking the landing of this episode. Um, um and then uh, you know, so Ross and Phoebe decide they're gonna go have uh Thanksgiving with Monica and Rachel is trying to make a hundred dollar. She's trying to make a hundred dollar because she's trying to get the veil. To spend the holidays with her family. Yeah, Jesus Christ, a plane ticket for a hundred dollars? Yeah, they don't think that's how much plane ticket costs. I, I, I've, I've been, I've been on plane or two, and I don't think that's how much plane ticket costs. This is not how, not how that works. It's not how that works. So, well, is 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 it possible that it was how it worked? It I don't know. Like, I, 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 even back then, I, I don't think so. That just doesn't seem $100 for a, for a cross-country plane ticket. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? So, um, yeah, so, uh, that's our premise. Now, we've got a B plot going on, um, and that is, so, Ross, who, if you recall, is uh, just having a baby with his uh, now ex-wife, who uh, is married to uh, another woman. And Ross goes over there to get uh, his skull. Bearing in mind he's a paleontologist, so, uh, you know, not not as weird as it may have seemed. Um, A little weird. 
It is. And, uh, you know, there's some... There is some funny banter here with with Ross and uh, with his 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 ex wife's new wife or new partner anyway, and um, okay, and we're continuing the recording. On yeah, the sorry same about day that, guys. As the last recording, and nothing is different. Uh, un- unbelievable! There were fireworks going off outside of my window. And uh, then, uh, then we got uh, static and interference and couldn't record. So, I'm not saying that the Dune Boys are up to their old tricks, but you don't you even know. you don't even need to say it, dude. You don't even need to say it. Hey, and, Dune Boys, uh, you want to fight us? You come on this pod- podcast and we will fight you. Oh, I don't know about that, dude. I don't think we're gonna win that fight. Um, JP, we're gonna go on talking about friends, but I do just want to say quickly and and not related to anything going on here. I am I will crush everyone on the BugCon leaderboard with my fist. And Folks, I will drink their blood and eat their hearts. You as well, you should. Folks, I, in the interim between our last session and finishing this up, BugCon has launched the early preliminary stages. This is what we call the fluffing uh, uh, segment. Wow. Um, so, and I, it seems to be working on Nate, so that's good. JP, we got to get you a ticket, dude. I you know I I'd really love to I don't I don't even know the dates I think I, I, I'm gonna be on Dune Boys it's this Saturday and Sunday oh that sounds you know what I got nothing going on besides brewing another beer so. yeah you can still watch it but oh, it's okay. fun it's fun in okay. the app dude okay now, so and, where and were before, we wait wait before we get back into it I wanna I wanna note something very funny that happened today which is one of my best friends in the entire world uh, and uh, uh, this guy has been one of my best friends for twenty plus years. Uh, you know, he has been a big reason that I made a lot of decisions in my life where I lived and, and uh, just the family that he brought me into. Um, and he had previously only had a very professional Twitter account. And he recently started just one for just screwing around and, and making jokes because he doesn't want that <laughs> professional exposure. Okay. Um, so he added me today as a friend, which was really great. So I went and I was like, oh, I wonder who else he follows uh, you know, I could find some friends that maybe I haven't found their Twitter account yet. Mutual friends from college or after college. And uh, I'm scrolling down the list and, uh, oh, look, he follows Nate, uh, Natorious10. And, uh, oh, Natorious10 follows him. And that was the guy who was responding in that twi- tw- Twitter yes, thread? Jay yeah, Rude. Okay. Yes, Jay Yes. Okay, no. cool. No, so that's really cool that my friend followed you. Uh, and you followed him back before yeah. he ever followed me. So that's great. I hope you guys really enjoy your lives together. And uh, that's that's <laughs> great. That's great. I'm having a great time. Let's talk friends. We were talking about Rachel's $100 plane ticket and how that seems kind of weird. It does. And I think you were trying to justify that that's a thing that maybe back in the day. I don't think a $100 plane ticket from New York City to Vail uh, existed any time past 1968. Well, That's, it would be the that, Denver I, International Airport, JP. Vail doesn't have an airport. Okay, and what's the, <laughs> the three-letter code, sir? I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Mr. Airports. I do know that the Denver Airport is a, uh Illuminati conspiracy where uh, most of the tunnels that go underground our country meet under the Denver Airport, apparently. Is that where NORAD is? Um, I, I'm sure you could get to the Denver Airport from NORAD underground is is what the theory is that makes sense that makes total sense when you really think about it that that just makes sense all right so rachel 
trying to get to her family for $100. She's got to make $100 in tips so she can get there. We talked about uh, Ross Ban or not Ross, sorry. Chandler hates the holiday. We don't know why, but he's not going to participate. Uh, Joey's going to spend it with his family, and the rest of the Friends gang are going to go over, and uh, Monica's going to cook Friends giving dinner. Yeah, and, and just before we went on, I do want to say that, so... You know, we talked about Joey. Joey is pursuing modeling in this episode, mm-hmm. right? So Joey is uh, hitting on this disgusting woman in a subway, right? Okay. And I, I didn't. I, I don't know why you're calling her disgusting, but uh, I'm yeah, her sure. Disgusting because she's picking up a random guy in a subway station, and two, she she tells him she's not wearing anything underneath her coat. And she's like sitting her like bare butt on like a subway bench. She's like, I, I, I'm not sure that I'm even worried about her butt as opposed to other parts that well, are probably that's, touching. That's the what bench. I mean, JP. Come yeah, on, no. come on, let's keep it clean. But yeah, so this, I don't know why you hate the female form, Nate. I, I don't hate the female form. It sounds just, like it's icky to you. I just think she should like lay down a newspaper or something. Yeah, no, she, get a <laughs> get a fucking fig leaf to cover your shame. No, JP, okay? I get you. Not what I'm no, saying. I get you, Nate. I'm with you. All hail the one true God. I, I well that, that we can all agree on. So she she is about to leave the subway station with a man she doesn't know, and then she sees something behind Joey and just kind of like blows him off and says, "Nope, not going to do it." And what does she see, JP? Well, you know, we had some back and forth in my household here because we couldn't remember specifically what it said, and there was a reason for that. I thought it said, <laughs> "I have herpes." Right. Claire thought it said I have gonorrhea or I have chlamydia, but no, it it's actually used it actually used a really outdated term that we don't use anymore, which is I have venereal disease. Venereal disease. And that's not a thing we say anymore. Well, but well, I also the, got to oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What the poster actually says, JP, is what's Mario not telling you? Oh boy. Oh, it's bad for so many reasons. No, dude. It's bad for so many reasons. But here's here's my sticking point. I I was stuck on the venereal disease thing, and then I got to inform Claire that there was a time up until the 60s or maybe even the 70s when it was referred to as a social disease. Oh, ew, that's disgusting. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. like so, that's like hysteria standard like like yeah, like no, you're going to you're going to get the vapors and then you're going to have to right. fall down on your fainting couch. Like it's bad. And so, JP, just about these posters really quick. I think that this is a bit of observational comedy from Friends Mm. because I cannot be sure, but I do think that these posters were a real thing that New York City did, right? They super were. And, uh, And, And I think the joke was like it was the first time that like they were actually like associating like a human face with like... This this normal looking person has venereal disease, and and that's something you need to think about, right? That's the whole thing, and yeah. so the joke is like, yeah. So Joey, the well, out of work actor, is going to be the face of, of VD for me. Now, now, now. To be fair, the context of the entire thing was we were in the middle of the AIDS epidemic, right. and safe sex was important. Of course, and it was pointing out, you know, you don't know what Mario has. Or if he got it from his brother Luigi, but Jesus Christ! Still, it was it was uh, JP. I am Italian. I am Sicilian, and I will not stand for Italian slander on this show. I was just talking about a couple of brothers, man. You're talking about 
cartoon stereotypes. Jake. Okay, you haven't read the you haven't you, you are not up to date on the fanfic. So I'm gonna go ahead and just your opinion doesn't matter. I did just post a picture of pregnant Sonic in the bug con thing. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I I folks, if you follow me, I promise you, if you follow me on Twitter, that you will occasionally, probably once every couple of months, see a beautiful piece of art I love to post, which is um, a pregnant Superman looking out from some sort of space station down on Earth with with Batman hugging his pregnant belly <laughs> with love in his eyes. JP, just a little update on the on the picture of pregnant Sonic. Several photos have been posted since then, all of which have been liked. All of the other photos have been liked. The pregnant Sonic photo does not have any likes. Oh, we're doing good. Nate, I'm gonna, I'll go in and, and I, I will like that one and I'll retweet it. You just can't get I in, you. JP. You're not allowed. Just because I love you. Um, All right. So, 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 yes. So, Joey is now the face of sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. Now, this leads to a kind of, they just rolled right over this, but apparently he is not welcome at his family's right, Thanksgiving because he has, because VD. He has VD. Right. Okay. All right. Which we'll is, let that one go. Is, you know, his family is like, I, I, I'm pretty sure they're Catholic. They're they're a big Italian family. This is not out of the ordinary for for someone to do to their. You know, no, you're not coming. Home. <laughs> no, that's like, that's horrible. And uh, I don't know what family means in uh, in a Catholic family. It's not hey, what it means in a bug family. Oh, Maroon JP. <laughs> well, so. So we've got that, but I, I want to talk about the Chandler thing real quick because Monica has bought all the groceries for her Thanksgiving dinner, but then she also, very lovingly, because he's a helpless man-boy, has purchased Chandler his supplies for his own Thanksgiving, and those yep. supplies are as follows. Fixins for grilled cheese, yep. tomato soup, and a bag of Funyuns. Yes. I want to go to his Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a good Thanksgiving. That sounds great, right? Anyway, it never comes up again. It's just a funny joke, and we never, it, there's no resolution to it. But So Chandler's going to go spend it alone. Then the day of Thanksgiving happens. Now, I love the cute way that those who are now going to be at this Thanksgiving interact. Joey and Ross have thoughts about mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. And and I mean that's part of that's part of, you know, the whole making different meals things. You know, she's got to make different potatoes for every single person there because they're all staying home for what seems like, you know, a first time or Yeah, but they all want the things that made their Thanksgivings when they were younger really mean something. Of and course. Nate, I'm gonna th- and and Phoebe jumps in also in a bit with with the can you have can the potatoes have peas and onions in them? Yep. And okay, so we've got we've got the peas and onions. We've got Ross who wants some lumps, which, by the way, is the better way to make mashed potatoes. And it's ridiculous. Whipped potatoes are not mashed potatoes. So y'all can get bent. That's true. Um, Joey wants tater tots, (laughs) which is is also, it's very good. It's very good. I will say this. I have a Thanksgiving tradition. I have a mashed potatoes tradition that my mom um, wisely trying to trick the kids into eating uh, the peas that came along with the meal, my mom would make something that she always called ducks in a pond. Do you know what ducks in a pond is, Nate? No, I don't. All right, ducks in a pond. You throw down the scoop of mashed potatoes. Then you use the spoon to create like a crater 
Okay? Oh, okay. Then you fill that crater with peas. Those are the ducks. But what's the pond? Oh, then you fill it to the brim. You fill it up as tall as possible with gravy. That's fucked up, JP. It's so fucking good. <laughs> ducks in a pond. It's the best. And even when I, because I, I will host Thanksgiving every year. I, I, I love doing it. I love cooking. I love hosting. It's how I show my love to people. But I will make sure that we have peas gravy to go with that mashed potatoes. And even if nobody else does it, I will make ducks in a pond. I will also say I have made ducks in a pond for my nieces, my nephew, and for other children that I've had around on Thanksgiving. It's a good, it's a goddamn hit. It's a yeah, goddamn yeah, hit. I, I bet children ducks in a would pond like that is the fucking best. Childish. Mm. <laughs> mm. So I I loved that they so, were doing that. I love that they had their mashed potato preferences. Yep. So right. so Ross is having trouble talking to the baby, which is like our C plot. I think it's our B plot. I think the C plot is really sure. like the, the the scattered Thanksgivings leading into the one. Sure. Well, well okay. I, I, I disagree, but okay. Um, but I wanted to say that I related to that as well because like it's it's proven conclusively that you need to talk to the to the baby in the belly, but as somebody who has had to do that, it is very weird. I I super I get that intellectually. I've never done it. I, I, I think that it is important. I think that the science shows that it's important. Yep. And I think that they've shown that they are experiencing the external stimuli. So giving them good external stimuli, giving them voices to hear makes total sense. Ross is coming from a 1994 male perspective in which this sounds like hot fucking nonsense. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. Like he's just self-conscious as a man. And like, I mean, that, that's kind of what I was saying too, is that like, I think it's a very normal feeling, but yeah, it's important to move past it and actually do it. So this episode gave me two moments of a little bit of squee, a little bit of like, I love this. Go for it. The first was, you know, that storyline's going on. We see Ross interacting with his wife's partner. And the first time it's a little bit like kind of fucking with each other. But then he's there, and he wants to talk to the baby, and they bond. Sure. And they bond. And they bond, and he does, and it's a sweet moment. And they, what do they bond over? Uh, the baby moving? Not just the baby moving. What is Ross saying? What is Ross doing when the baby Oh, moves? The, the monkeys? Yes. It is adorable. It is so cute. He gets to experience his baby kicking for the first time. His, his ex-wife is glowing, and his ex-wife partner is glowing, and they all reach down and touch, and she gives him a knowing glance, and it's like, you know what? We may be adversaries in some things, but raising this kid, we're going to do it together. Sure, absolutely. They have not resolved anything, JP, just to let you know. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I know, but it was a moment where you realized that there could be a good future and, and a good outlook for this whole thing. Um, so, so they all get locked out of the apartment, right? And why? Rachel gets her ticket. Monica's making all the food. 
uh, Chandler runs in and says that the underdog Thanksgiving parade balloon has gotten away. Oh, the one, the one where underdog gets away. Yes. And so they all rush out of the apartment to go look at the roof. And, uh, when they come back, nobody has the keys. Found this to be a bit of a stretch. Well, I mean, it's it's the it's the it's the classic forgot your keys thing that happens to everybody. You know what I mean? I I think the bigger question is why do Joey and Chandler have an entire drawer full of thousands of keys? They, that's where it became a stretch. Come on, that's a lot of keys. It's a lot of keys. Yeah. So Rachel, Mister Flight, and, uh, and and Chandler is just along with the group because now they have a group dilemma. Ruin dinner. Well, and then they get back in. I, I, that's harsh. Monica didn't ruin dinner. Monica oh, yeah, got, you're right. I didn't Monica got locked out. Yes, Monica yes. got locked out Monica's and dinner, dinner, dinner burned. was ruined. All, all the various types of potatoes were burned, which she put it out in a line by line of what got ruined. <laughs> and these potatoes, and these potatoes, and these potatoes. JP, can I, can I talk about something that might be a little bit of, of a touchy subject here? But, well, actually, I shouldn't even say that based on what I want to talk about. Wow. Okay, uh, is this going to be creepy, or is this going to be my volume? Because I can definitely back away from Mike. It's not. It's nothing to do with your volume. It might be a little creepy, but I think that we need to talk about it in a very non-creepy way. So, every once in a while on the show Friends... Nate, I'm really you, worried. I'm really worried. Yeah, 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 you should be. It's it's fine, but I think... I, think I, I don't know if we should talk about this. Every once in a while on the show Friends you will see one of the female actresses' nipples through their shirt. Do you know what I'm talking about? I am familiar with nipples. And I am familiar <laughs> with shirts. So it happened... I'm in, just going to go ahead... I'm just going to go ahead and see where you're going with this, bud. It happened in this episode when they were locked out of the, out of the apartment, and it happened to Monica. And I don't want to bring it up in a way that, like, we're laughing at it. I don't want to bring it up in a way that says, like, oh, that's that's wrong to show on TV, because that's not the case at all. My question is, and, and it happens a lot, a lot. That's, that's why I'm bringing it up. It's not just because I saw nipples and I want to talk about it, but it happens a lot throughout the series. And I mean, I it's think, a little, it's, a, it's it, 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 admit, it's at least a little bit because you saw nipples. I, I did see about. nipples and I want to talk about it, but I have a question, JP, because this is a pre-taped television show. Mm-hmm. They, they do it until it's right. Right? And so, like... yes. Again, not not my opinion that they can't show that on television, but I would think at the time, a female cast member's nipple showing through their shirt would be something that needs to be uh, corrected, for, for lack of a better word. And so my question is, why? All right. So, so if, I can, if I can give my honest answer to this? Yes, yes. 100% deliberate. Really? 100%... Maybe think, maybe not deliberate, I think, I think, but they're not something, something, cutting something it out. You, no, 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 no. Something that you realize as you go down a journey of kind of appreciating art and appreciating sure. that that whether it's literature, music, TV shows, movies, everything that you're seeing is a deliberate choice. So 
there are mistakes, there are accidents, but there are few and far between. And the difference between a low quality and a high quality production isn't the money that's put into it. It's the awareness of someone had a vision of what they wanted and they executed it to the best of their ability. Okay. That's, that's, that's the creative process. That's, if if you really have control of the final product, every single sliver of it is something you intended to happen. They 100% wanted to have nipples on their very popular TV show to add sex appeal to the comedy. I am not justifying it. I am not applauding it. I don't, but I don't think for a second that it was a mistake. I don't think it was an accident. They could, because you have a, you have so many people there on set. That's what I mean. Every actor, every director, producer, assistant, like every one piece there, of hair is out of single, place. Every they, single, they go back person. and they fix it. Yes. No. So like it's, I, 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 that happens on this show. It's happened on other shows and it's fucking deliberate every time. It happens it is the to, scene, it it's the scene from Showgirls. It happens to a lot. Yes. And it's the scene from Showgirls where the guy's like, ice your nipples. Interesting. That's 100% what it is. I think I am, that it's reflective of a really terrible time in the toxic sure. masculinity that am, was running entertainment so at the I time. Am, I, am, I think it's JP, I'm one. I am 100% on board with you, and I, I, I believe... Well, you know what? I, I honestly think that... I honestly think that they couldn't have come out and, and like said that they wanted that done to any of the actresses. I think that I think that we are at a little bit of a different time now where they can't just tell them that they want to do that. But I am 100% willing to believe that maybe they were shooting and they had a good take and that's in there or the 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 nipples are in there and maybe they were just like why not? If like, if they cared they would have Exactly. Noted the nipples right away, and they would have cut it out. I think it's deliberate. Exactly. I, I I appreciate my my theory is they were like, if we put this in twenty five plus years later, some horn dog dad <laughs> with a baby and another one on the way Shut is going to be like you. licking his chops, like licking his fingers covered in like chicken grease and no, being like, just mm, like mm, it's mm, just like mm, I remember. And then he's going to make a podcast about it. I remember growing (laughs) up, whenever I'm watching this show with like a group of guys or something, whenever it happened to Rachel, somebody always mentioned it. And like, I, I, like, I don't know, dude. And, And so it's like, it seems like a thing. And, and honestly, you know what? If Jennifer Aniston wanted to like, Dress without a bra, that, that's that's not a big deal, dude. Like, that's that's good for her, but, like, it doesn't feel that way. I, I, I think I think you have to also have to remember that these are people who became international celebrities. Yeah. But where in the first season, they didn't have that power. No control. They had yeah, the absolutely. lowest possible paying contracts. They they were desperate for the show to be picked up for a second season. Maybe, maybe it's didn't a simple... Have that power. Maybe it's as simple, I mean, this is still pretty evil, but maybe it's as simple as, like, that happened to Courtney Cox, and she was, like, 
could we maybe shoot one more just because I'm uncomfortable with it? And they were like, I'm sorry, we can't. And that still sucks. Maybe it's not as evil as, as we think it is, but going forward, it happens much, much more often. Yeah, I I, I, I appreciate you trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I don't know if that's coming from a place of loving the show so, so and not JP, wanting to think evil things about it. But like, you have to remember that this is still in the era of everyone was a Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the, the, the men in charge of Hollywood at this time were gross, lecherous, slimeball, disgusting fuckers. And sure. so, I, I just, I, I think it's a relic of a time. And so unlike you, I don't celebrate these nipples. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So JP, when I'm talking about, <laughs> whenever I'm talking about something where there's like a good guy or a bad guy or something, I, I, I learned something in a film school from a screenwriting teacher. It's something very common that they teach a lot of people who are writing scripts is that, um, nobody in your script can think that they're the villain, especially the villain. Like his motivation can't be, I am evil and I have to do evil. His motivation has to make sense to him and be evil to everyone else. So that's, that's where I come from whenever I'm talking about stuff like this. Okay. Okay. But this isn't certainly there is. These are the people making the thing. I mean, I hear you. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Again, a director on set of a first season television show at NBC. He's probably worried about his job too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not blaming the director. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm I'm just, I'm I'm just, I'm I'm blaming the, the, the producers and I'm blaming the, the, the corporate executives. Yeah, Yeah. But I think the entire thing is deliberate, but that's, that's interesting, right? I was worried yeah, about nipples that are really up, interesting. That's, that's I, I think more people need to talk about that. Well, it's it's it, it is it is not exclusive to this show, and it's a thing. Sure. I mean, look, I was a teenager at this time, and absolutely, like that kind of picture is the one that was shared around. Like when the sure. internet first came out, it was like, look. Sarah Michelle Geller is never going to do nudity, but right. here's a picture where her nipples are slightly protruding, and right. it was like. It was deliberate. It was deliberate to get people like me all horned up. And uh, then I watched all the seasons of Buffy. <laughs> it's a good show. Joss Whedon is a terrible man, but the show was good. I've, I've heard that it's a good show. I like the movie. The, uh, the oh, movie. I, fu- I saw the movie. But I, I, I saw the movie in theaters. I fucking wow. love that movie. Yeah, it's a good one. I also had a huge crush on uh, Christy Swanson. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. So, so let's, 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 let's get back to non-nipple talk. If we must. If we have to. Look, folks, I just want to say the, 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 the Friendsmen are not opposed to nipples. No. We're pro-nipples. Pro-nipples. Men and women. women. If you want to show them, you do. But don't let anyone ice your nipples so that other people can see your nipples without your Don't consent. let anybody do make not. money off of your iced nipples. You fucking show you. your nipples however you want, but don't let anybody else make you do it. Yeah, exactly. No one has that power. Christ, the world's a fucking travesty. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, locked out of the apartment, dinner burns. And Nate, I loved this, this, this resolution. The, 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 the dinner burned. Monica is having a fucking horrible day. I, uh, yet again, and even though she is not my favorite, she is far from my favorite. I she found has myself. Her moments, yeah. I found myself relating to Monica. Yeah. I would be fucking devastated if I was cooking Thanksgiving dinner and it all fucking burned. When she was, when she was like freaking out and yelling at everybody, that was that. You're right. That was a moment where she wasn't like as usually bad as she as she normally is. Yeah. But 
they come back and and we get that we get that closing scene where they are having a Thanksgiving dinner of sort. Nate, do you know what they're having for dinner? Yeah. They're having Chandler's dinner. They're having the, the grilled cheese and the Funyuns. And the tomato soup. Mm-hmm. That was the other part that I got a little squeak because it was cute. and it It's was a Friendsgiving. Like, you, know you know what? The important thing is we're together and we have our friends. And, we'll, you know, it doesn't matter. All this other shit went down. You know, Joey's, Joey's got, I don't know, drippy pustules and, 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 and Chandler... Oh, that's Jesus right. Christ. They reveal Chandler hates Thanksgiving because it was the day that his parents told him they were getting divorced while he had a mouthful of pumpkin pie. Yes. Which he projectile vomited all over the table. And that story will change a little bit later, but it's just as funny. Okay. Okay. I, I look forward to that. And also, but, ugly naked guy has an ugly naked gal. Oh, that's right. And he's ugly naked taking the turkey out of the oven. And they all, don't they all go like, ooh, like he gets burned or something? Yeah, that was funny. So, Nate, I gotta say, it's not Thanksgiving, but I'm still gonna say I am legitimately, as I've mentioned multiple times in this episode, thankful for the friendship you and I have. Well, JP, I'm thankful for the friendship that I share with you because it brings joy to my life and uh, it reminds me to be a better person and a better man. And I'm also thankful for Game Boy. I mean, obviously. Nate, you're already a great person, and you're already a great man. And with that, oh, I would geez. just like to add, don't forget to watch The Great. It's a great show. It's on Hulu. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I recommend it. it. It was hot soup. Everyone that's listened to this podcast, watch The Great. Hit me up in my DMs and tell me how wrong I am about it or how great that show is. And Nate, anything you want to give the audience as a homework assignment? Uh, um, to all our bugling listeners out there, please go onto the uh, Whova app for the BugCon event and uh, click like on all of my comments and all of my photos so that my points go up on the BugCon leaderboard. Um, let me just check that really quick. I don't. To I, see I, where we're I don't at. think this was your homework. I, I. No. Yeah. I'm. I'm changing it. Um, <laughs> let me just check to see where I'm at on the leaderboard really quick. I'm probably really low because you made me do this tonight. Uh, Look, Nate. We've all. Everyone's <laughs> experiencing difficulties in life. Yeah, but not like this, dude. And then uh, click the uh, little party hat. Oh, my God, dude. I am ninth now? This is so fucked All right, up. folks, we got to end this podcast uh, so Nate can get back on the leaderboards. Nate, you're my best friend, and I love you. BugCon, Friday. Go to it. I love you, JP. All right, folks. Peace. It's Saturday. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>